How's it going? How's it going? How's it going? It's Jordan Oriyama and Lewis Yank. You're listening to Tomorrow's News today. Everything you're about to hear is purely for entertainment purposes and is not supposed to be the basis of any of your investment decisions. So today we're going to be talking about three points, streaming in 2019, how bundling works, and why it's so hard to leave. We're going to dial it back to 1877 when Alexander Graham Bell founded Bell Telephone Company. It later rebranded itself into American Telephone and Telegraph Company in 1845, 1885, which rebranded as AT&T, and that's what the AT&T stands for. No one knew that ever. No. You don't know the names of things. Never, ever. Like, what is NBC? No. News broadcasting company, but like another one. I'm sure you didn't know. <laughs> I don't think that's right. <laughs> that, Might be. Uh, it sounds something like But that's the broadcast. thing is you don't know for sure. You that's don't the point. know. Exactly. That's the point we're getting at here. It's all these conglomerates and their larger names. You don't actually know what's in the meat of what you're buying. AT&T today is much different than it was years ago. AT&T currently owns Warner AT&T Media. Communications, Warner Media, AT&T Latin America, Xander, and it owns a lot of stake in other <clears> corporations. Now, Warner Media is really interesting because Warner Media obviously is Warner Brothers. So, what Warner Brother owns is HBO. HBO has been extremely successful in the past few years. But this leads us up to our first topic of how is streaming in 2019. Yeah. So, if you wanted to buy a, a comparable thing to cable uh, in 2019, your options are YouTube TV, Hulu with live TV, Sling TV, and AT&T TV Now's Plus Plan. That pricing looks like fifty a month for YouTube TV, currently forty five, but about to be fifty five for Hulu with Live. Sling is forty if you buy two of their smaller plans together bundled, or AT and T's is sixty five a month. And if we look at Hulu, Hulu is really interesting because they're one of the only live TV subscriptions that is basically saying that they can offer no ads for a lot more money. But as we were looking at today. Hulu, although they offer no ads, with some of their agreements, you still have to watch some ads in order to get that content. So you're basically paying more money for the same stuff as you'd be paying without the ads. So AT&T Watch TV is AT&T's newest edition, which is only 15 bucks a month. So it is the lowest priced streaming service right now on the market. But it also it doesn't have as many channels as the rest of them. It doesn't have nothing like you would expect, but it definitely doesn't have as many as the others. Yeah, it's a lot more of the premium channels. There's 30 live channels like A&E, Animal Planet, Cartoon Network, CNN, stuff like that. Stuff that you would basically get from a basic cable plan as well. So what you're kind of noticing in some of these uh, different companies, it's some of them are clearly learning about the new way, which is people love bundles, but they also love very specific shows and very specific channels. So for example, AT&T is not learning. They're doing exactly what they did when they were cable. And they are just throwing 30 channels at you for a flat price and you don't have any choice and why would you want that like why would you want to pay for the same amount of money we were talking earlier and i said that this is really similar to fast foods if you want to buy just a sandwich at x restaurant or fast food place it's like four bucks and a drink alone might be three bucks and then fries might be four bucks but if you get it all the bet all together it's like eight bucks so it's basically like i don't i only really want the sandwich and the drink but it's really cheap for me to get the fries too and i really don't need the fries no one wins in this scenario so this fast food analogy is exactly how all of these corporations are working today. We have all these companies who are basically just bundling products. So bundling is, is, is talked about a lot, but that's something that we want to clarify today and talk about who's doing it, why they're doing it. 
So a couple easy moments you've probably heard of. The Spotify Hulu one, which is your music and your TV. The big one that has just dropped uh, is the Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu. So what you're saying there is you get to watch Mickey Mouse, the sports, and all the Hulu stuff all in one bundle. You do, and they discount the price overall. Instead of it being $18, it's only $13 if you buy all of them together. But there's a caveat here, and that's you don't get to pick any specific shows or channels in that bundle. It's pre-decided, and while it is nice and diverse, it doesn't have everything. For example, ESPN Plus does not have a lot of the live sports that most people would want to watch. It has some nice specials. It has ESPN's classic shows, but it doesn't even have SportsCenter. You can't even watch SportsCenter with it now. So Disney. So even though ESPN is not really looking like it's that worth it, but it does still have sports, we look at Disney Plus on its own. Disney Plus on its own is so awesome, and it's really smart for them to do because they basically took all of their content, and they're like, you guys can have all of this for right now. We'll incorporate it into your streaming services. But now they're saying, actually, we're going to take some of it back. And then eventually their plan is to just take everything off of streaming service and have it only on their own platform. And then to only release shows, subscriptions, anything, just through their own individual platform. Now, this is something that I also want to talk about with bundling and how these subscriptions are working. Bundling is getting crazier and crazier. Because as we see Hulu, Hulu has some really great content and they're bundling out everywhere. But some platforms have tried to take advantage of that. Like Apple TV back in the day, and even still does today, you can incorporate your different um, streaming services so you can have like cbs hbo hulu and it all comes into one app the apple tv app which is kind of helping all of this chaos that is that is going on right now what companies haven't figured out like apple they were so close they were so close to doing something so good but they just didn't do it because if they, they take you in and as soon as you click on i want to continue watching game of thrones from hbo then it takes you right to the hbo app and you start watching immediately now, that's pretty easy, but I don't want to be taken to another app, and I'm sure a lot of other people feel that same way. If people in other companies, and this is potential for maybe a new market, is people who are going to take advantage and do the Spotify approach, where they have a platform, and then they basically can take like all these different artists, per se, which are these streaming companies that have their own content. They can put them right through like what Spotify does, because Spotify doesn't make its own music. There's not a Spotify original. You know, They have artists, and they sponsor that. Whereas, I mean, that was the goal of Netflix, was to take all of it and put it into one organized system. This is honestly getting away and getting back to the original problem that we already had, where everything is being stagnated and nothing is really organized anymore. We can see this like with, uh, with radio. Sirius and XM were fighting each other and there was this big problem, but then they both were like, you know what, we're fighting for the same thing, kind of. And we should just join together. And then normally that would be a monopoly. And they kind of are a monopoly. But they realize that the market is so small, it's really not hurting anyone. So what you're seeing that's interesting now in the uh, streaming world is Hulu has add-ons. We're going to get back to that because while Hulu itself is a platform I'm not a huge fan of, I think it does a lot of really important things for the future. Namely, you can have add-ons for things such as Showtime, obviously there's other bundles like Disney, but that's specifically different because add-ons are from Hulu's base. You get pay, you pay through Hulu, but you can add on specific networks. And that's exactly what the American people wanted when we said, we no longer want to pay for cable. We don't want to bundle that with our internet and our phone. People don't have landlines anymore. You know, It's a different world than it used to be. You're spot on, but then why won't this work? Like, Why can't we have these perfect bundles that everybody knows? I mean, these companies aren't stupid. 
because of this, the simple problem that each of these companies owns a certain amount of the services you would want. For example, Disney has Marvel, Disney has National Geographic, Disney has ESPN. Then you have AT&T, which has Warner and HBO, and then you have Comcast, which has NBC. So right there is a lot of stations that people want to see. That's their news, their sports, and you can't have all of it. Also, the government stepped in when Disney bought 21st Century Fox and only let them have those movie rights. They did not let them have Fox Corporation. And what that eventually did right there was prevent the best bundle from existing. Because if they would have had Fox Sports 1 and those other Fox subsidiaries, all their TV shows and their, and their news network too, they would have had all of that. And they could have bundled that into their plan. So, therefore, pretty much the government stepping in, preventing a monopoly, which is obviously illegal. Uh, we currently have an oligopoly in that market, which is what I just outlined. Each of those companies owns... So what is, what is an oligopoly? An oligopoly is when a couple companies own more than 80% of the market share, which is exactly what you see in a couple of these streaming services, so specifically why, the conglomerates. Why, would, why don't we want an oligopoly? In theory, you don't want one because they have all the power, and therefore you have to pay what they want. So it's bad for the consumers. Yes. it's Higher oligopolies prices. are supposed to be bad for the consumers. Okay. My point here, what I'm trying to make is it might be bad for the consumer in this case, but can you imagine a world where ESPN Plus was also bundled with Fox Sports? That's two sports networks right there. That would have covered most of the market, and they would have Hulu streaming, and they would have had Disney's all their movies and, and their new shows. And can fly? Like, it's the <laughs> best world ever. <laughs> so in this case, what I'm proposing is that something that we've stood by, and that I still think I stand by in theory, trust-busting and preventing one company from having too much, might be pr- causing a problem with the fact that all these companies are able to buy X amount of subsidiaries, but not all of them. So therefore, now you have to buy all of them to get everything you want. So now we're back to square one, which is exactly not where we wanted to be. And it's because of both what consumers wanted, companies tried to produce, but they couldn't based on their rules, but also their own greed. It goes both ways. It's both the corporatism and the government that kind of made this not the most efficient it could have been. Maybe if consumers could just pick what they wanted, each thing would be individual and a completely a la carte style. And Ah. you could have bundled those a la carte items. A la carte. Very nice. <laughs> so basically what he's saying with all the cart is that you can pay for a Disney subscription, which could just be $20. But since Disney owns ABC, Hulu, like they own so, so many other companies that you could just pay 20 bucks a month, but then you get to pick from all of Disney's assets. So you could say, okay, I get three companies. <clears throat> I want Disney, ABC, and Hulu, and I don't want um, some other thing that, that Disney owns that you might have to get if you bundled it elsewhere or within another bundle system. So that way, what I talked about before with the food, that way if you only want the burger and the drink, you don't have to pay for those fries. So we want to finish up with our third point here about why it's so hard to leave. And we both recently made the transition to a new streaming platform. I have signed up for Disney Plus of ESPN Plus and Hulu. And I'm satisfied so far. It's exactly what it said it would be. Uh, but the thing was, getting there was a huge issue. Now, I had the Spotify Hulu bundle. So I paid for Hulu through Spotify, just $5 a month because I'm a student. Leaving was insane because neither company knew how to actually stop 
your Hulu subscription from being associated with Spotify. Same thing happened to me today. I emailed and I said, hey, I would like to remove my Hulu from my Spotify. And they said, okay. I emailed Spotify and they said, okay, you're going to have to go through Hulu. I go through Hulu and they say you have to go back to Spotify. So basically, it's ask your mom, ask your dad situation, and no one wins there. And on top of that, the craziest thing is that Spotify, a music streaming company, doesn't have a phone number for you to call. It's entirely bots. That's crazy. That, that, that's not good for the consumers. No. Sometimes talking to a person is just necessary. Yeah, and that shows that this is the exact opposite of an AT&T, and that this is a company that's got so modernized that they don't think that pe- things people will always want. People will always want to go to a grocery store to buy food. That's just how it is. It's a natural thing to do. You're always going to want to talk to a person when you talk about your subscriptions and things that are money that mean a lot to you. I mean, not even just the subscriptions in general. I mean, look, no one likes telemarketers ever. It's just, it's annoying. And I got like eight calls the other day. But if I pick up and it's a robot, I'm furious. But if I pick up and it's a human, I have more respect because at least it's someone talking to me. And if I call in for customer service and it's like press one for this service, press two for that department, I don't want to do that. I'm like, put just give me to a person. I just want to talk to a person already. So one of that happening in the end, I still have the other Hulu account. I made a new one because it was pretty much impossible for me to keep my Spotify and keep my Hulu separate from what I already owned both of, technically. So now you have how many Hulus? So I do have two Hulus. You have which, two Hulus. Are you going to yeah. watch on both of these Hulus? No. The other one is now just going to be because you get it for free with Spotify. I now just own that. And whenever I change my Spotify subscription after I graduate, it'll go away. And that's the only way it's ever going to stop existing. Today I had a very similar experience. So I'm emailing these people and I go back and forth. Eventually I find someone who's ready for it from Spotify. I talked to a person and the first thing I asked, I said, are you a robot? And she said, no, I'm a human. I was very happy to see that. And so basically what ended up happening was that she had to, so I had it in the student subscription. It was Spotify with Hulu and Showtime. And the first thing I want to do is make sure Showtime was canceled because I never watch it. I don't want it. I didn't want it to begin with, but it was there. It was free. It was the fries in my in my analogy. So when we look at this, I, I talked to her and I was like, okay, I want to cancel this. So in order to cancel my Showtime, and I just wanted to unlink my Hulu, I wanted to still have Hulu, but I wanted to cancel my Spotify. I had to cancel all three things. That is ridiculous, in my opinion, and I think in most people's opinion. I had to go back and re-go through everything and basically resubscribe to subscriptions that I already wanted to keep. When I had it at ease, if I kept them all separate, I could have just done it individually and it would have been fine. But because of bundling, I couldn't do it. It's they, they, they love when you go together, but it's so hard to get away from. So to be fair to these companies, obviously you need to have, when you have a billing in your company, and it goes through Spotify with your accounts payable, etc. When you're running a business, you need to have a procedure. And that's why you can't just be like flimsy. Oh, you can pay them or us. It doesn't matter. You can't do that. I mean, imagine if you were owning uh, a bakery and you bought this other sandwich company. And they're like, can I pay the bakery to pay the sandwich company for my sandwich? And the answer is no, you can't because that's not doesn't make any sense at all. So that's the same thing here, but you have to think about that when you own a company and realize this is not convenient for our consumers in the kind of platform that we are providing, and that's why this kind of bundling is not good. I have Disney+, Plus and I'm happy with all three parts of it right now, but am I always going to be? I don't know that for sure, and if I ever want to leave the other two, I can't. I would have to cancel my Disney because I bought it that way. It's a great point. Now to tie it all together, we're going to go back to this idea of AT&T. 
So AT&T and other companies like T-Mobile are these mega communications corporations. So before and back in the day, it was always split up between the two. You were either a cable company or you were a phone company. But then as time evolved, they became together. You could bundle your internet, your TV, and your phone all in one service, like Verizon, AT&T, Sprint, and T-Mobile. Um, and then AT&T acquired basically a huge amount of assets, and so that they were the first ones to move into it with DirecTV when they acquired that. So what we're seeing now is that they're starting to partner up and do specials within their own phone services. So AT&T is offering Watch TV, which is their new streaming service, as we talked about, which is only $15 a month and offers 35 channels. You get that for free if you have the unlimited plan with AT&T. T-Mobile is pairing up with Quibi, which stands for Quick Bites, which is pairing up. And basically, it's little 7 to 10-minute videos that are basically only for your commute. So imagine you're a New York or a city commuter, and you only have 10 minutes on the subway, and you're so bored, you can download this little movie that you want to watch just for real quick for your commute. And it's only, it's really cheap, and they pair it up with T-Mobile. Verizon is paired up with Disney. So now you get Disney free for a year if you uh, buy that. And Apple, which is honestly being thrown into this game as well, they have their own streaming service, Apple TV+. Plus, and if you buy any Apple product, you get Apple TV+, Plus free for a year. Uh, I want to talk real quick about how... After all of this, there isn't really a bad option for any of these streaming devices. So we've talked about a little AT&T. YouTube TV will be a competitor for them. Same with Hulu plus Live TV. There's also Sling, which is a little more personalized because they have two options, $25 each, or you can have both of their two uh, bundles bundles together, which is $40. And then there's also Fubo, which is mostly sports. Fubo. All of them Cool are, name. Yes. <laughs> Very cool name. But all of them are good. They all give you some things what you want. So you as a consumer, when you want to buy one of these, you can make the choice based on what you know you're going to watch. That's why I chose what I chose. And that's why Jordan's going to choose what he's going to choose. So in our own experience, we have tried out both Hulu Live TV and YouTube TV. Now, those are right now, they are probably the most expensive, but they both offer a lot of content. They offer, offer a lot of channels. So YouTube TV has unlimited DVR. You can watch up to three screens at a time and have six profiles. That is a huge, that's a huge pro for them. So if you look at Hulu Live TV, it's only two unlimited, it's two screens that you can watch at the same time, but you can still have that six profiles. Mm -hmm. Now Hulu, one of the benefits is that you also get Hulu with the live TV. So you're basically paying for a streaming service also with a content provider. So there's all the Hulu originals, everything that's on Hulu, you already have that for about the same price, whereas you don't get that on YouTube. The pros of YouTube is that they have so many more channels, like I said, and you have unlimited DVR. So that means if I want to watch a movie, but it might not necessarily be on Hulu, if it's on live TV, I can record it and I can even record it in advance and say, hey, I want to watch this and it'll record it for me and show up in my movie library. I can do the same thing for sports. I can say, hey, I want to watch this sports team. And then it, I can say, do I want to watch only one game or every game? And it'll record based on my preference. So if we're going to wrap this all up, we see there are three points. We're talking about how basically streaming in 2019, everything is so split up. All of these companies are competing with each other. And really, who's getting hurt? It's the consumer. We also talked about how bundling works and how bundling works is basically you're getting a whole bunch of stuff. Some of it you want, sometimes you don't want it, but you're still paying a pretty high price for all of it. And the final point, what makes it so hard to leave is what we outlined in the end, the billing practices, which you go through one provider, even though maybe it's three or four companies that are bundled together. One of them is technically the parent of this bundle. 
And if you cancel through them, you're going to lose all of it. And you're going to have to redo this whole process all over again. While all of what we just said was true, and there's a lot of cons to this industry based on how it's laid out right now, I do honestly believe that there is a bundle or a subscription with a couple add-ons out there that would be pretty close to what you're looking for. For example, what I'm doing with the Disney Plus bundle, I also have CBS All Access. So I get some news and I get Sunday NFL on CBS, which is at least two games every Sunday. Plus they have their own sports headquarters. So for the little bit of sports I'm lacking, I still get a little makeup with that, and that's five extra dollars a month. But not super expensive, it's personalized for what I want, and it's relatively close. Not exactly a perfect world, but it's almost there. Thanks for joining us today. Loved having you. Tune in next time.